0: Hi, I'm Anna, and I'm an indie Vet. I'm also on my first vacation in five years. That's because indie Vets truly puts vets first. I've got control of my schedule, plenty of ships that fit my life, and a team like no other. Indie vets a whole new way to vet.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen. welcome to Williams Bright Stadium. Now put your hands together for your South Carolina Hello again, everybody. Welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell for a spring football practice report. Wes, how are you doing today? Good,
0: Emerson. Just uh, diving back in uh, Gamecocks, of course, and uh, the practice fields again on uh, on Tuesday. So we're going to have complete coverage of that on Gamecock Central. Uh, trying to sort of uh, sort through all the information and uh, and get our members the uh, best. Possible information we
1: can. That's what we do. We've got new schemes being installed for offense and defense under new head coach Will Muschamp. So all this getting underway in earnest with the start of spring practice this past week. Wes, we got a little bit of bad news yesterday concerning Lorenzo Nunez. Apparently, he was injured in practice on Saturday, and news of this came out yesterday. So, what's the latest with Lorenzo Nunez? Yeah, um,
0: injured on Saturday uh, was not. From what I've gathered, was not injured you know, by taking a hit to the knee. It was was a non-contact injury. Um, The good news is is that it's actually not considered to be serious. You know, they've done some tests on it. Um, Not something that's going to linger, or or not something that's going to require surgery. Um, You know, the the hope is that, you know, they can fit him up with a brace, sort of see how it's going to respond, and um, they're just going to sort of go from there. I, I know a lot of fans have been asking you know, is he out for the spring? Um, from from what I've gathered, that's not really a question that um, that I can answer yet. You know, I think it really could go either way. He, uh, you know, depending on how it responds, he could be out for the spring, or it could be a situation where you know the, the knee responds and, and they get him right back out there. So um, obviously, with him being a young guy trying to learn the new scheme and trying to uh, progress as a quarterback. Any missed time is obviously not ideal. Though.
1: There's been speculation that he could miss the remainder of the spring. Wes, he did start two games at quarterback last year. He benefited from you know, participating fully with the team last year, but he's still a young player and obviously uh, would benefit uh, from a full spring this year. So maybe he is forced to sit out the remainder of the spring. And I'm curious to know how this might affect the Gamecock quarterback competition. We talked earlier this week here on Gamecock Central Radio about the fact that there are five scholarship quarterbacks. Muschamp would like to pair those five down to three that are in contention for the starting quarterback job. And we obviously assumed that Nunez would have a chance to be one of the three competing for the starting quarterback job. So how much of a setback is this for Nunez with regards to the quarterback competition?
0: Yeah, you know, I I think it definitely – hurts his chances um just uh, you know everybody you know including the guys that have played even more than him you know including like uh a uh, perry Orth. everybody needs as many reps as they possibly can um within this scheme and, and that is obviously why um uh kurt roper and why will muschamp know that they have to cut it down from five because you just can't um there's not enough time in the day. There's not enough time in a practice to get all those guys enough reps to get them ready to go play for rotating five guys. So, um, you know, I, I think that that hurts Nunez's chances immensely. Now, um, obviously, he if he could get back in, you know, a week or so, then, then maybe uh, maybe it's not quite as big of a deal. But um, as of right now, obviously, uh, it hurts his chances. And you know, I I think if, if Nunez is not in the running, then, you know, I could probably give you the three today. If Nunez is not in the running, the three are going to be Perry Orch, Brandon McElwain, and Connor Mitch.
1: Early reports, Wes, are that McIlwain has shown tremendous arm strength. We knew this kid was mature uh, coming in as an early enrollee freshman, and he's done some good things in the early portion of spring practice. We're hearing good reports about Brandon McIlwain. Tell us about him.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think from um, – from what I've been told, now, I think that it, it's also always important to caution that you know we're talking four practices in, so um, we're not even a third of the way through spring. Uh, today will mark will mark uh, basically one third of practices. It's the fifth out of fifteen if you include include the spring game. So um, you know we're just getting going. But uh, from everything I've heard, Brandon McIlwain's been uh, very poised. Uh, a kid has picked everything up. He's a playmaker and. Uh, you know, I, I think right now sort of the consensus from people i talked to that are able to watch practice is uh, McElwain and Perry Orris have been sort of the top two in varying orders at different times. And You know, I think that's something uh, probably not too surprising. And I think if you're the staff, you have to figure out, um, you know, ultimately you want to go with the guy that has the most upside if they're pretty close in talent. But, you know, if you look ahead, you're on the road to start the season, um, you're open with an SEC team as well. So um, when it comes down to that final decision on who's going to be the quarterback, even if you know Brandon McIlwain is probably going to be the guy, um, you know, eventually this season, do you basically throw him to the wolves right off the bat and let him sort of uh, go through the fire and learn? Or do you think you can go on the road and, you know, win with Perry Ork and go with the guy who um, has been there before has the respect of his teammates? and obviously doesn't have the upside that Brandon McIlwain has. So ultimately, you know, unless one of these wild cards jumps up and, and just and surprises us in the, the final two-thirds of the practice, I, I kind of feel like um, it's going to be one of
1: those two, at least from the early indication. Started quarterback, a major question for the Gamecocks heading into the spring football practice session, and we knew that you know Connor Mitch and Perry Orth are experienced players returning. Uh, Nunez did get a couple of starts last year. We knew he would factor into the competition, this injury that he sustained on Saturday. Uh, While it does not appear to be serious, we're still kind of early in the diagnosis of that whole situation. We don't have a lot of information yet and health is obviously the major concern for Nunez, but McIlwain's sort of an X-factor at this point and may be an option moving forward. So uh, very much a fluid situation, as we talked about earlier this week here on Gamecock Central Radio. Wes, I wanted to go back to Nunez for just a moment. Suppose for a moment that the injury does set him back in the quarterback competition. Might that better facilitate a move for him to another position? We talked this week about you know, maybe he goes to wide receiver if the Gamecocks appear to be set at quarterback with one of these other three players or a combination of these other three quarterbacks. Is it possible that Nunez, with the injury and a little bit of time off here during the spring, may be more likely to move to another position?
0: Well, you know, we'll see. I think um, I think it probably would have been more likely for him to move in the first place, you know, if he just straight up was left out of the three by competing and, and sort of got that uh, – You know, it probably would have been a surprise to him as a player. Like, oh, I can't even break the top three. Maybe I need to look at another position. Um, You know, with the injury, part of me says that may make him say, well, I want to wait and get a true shot at playing quarterback if possible. But, um, you know, at the same time, I I think he's a guy that is too athletic. He's too much of a playmaker to be on the sideline. So, um, especially if you're a team like South Carolina that is in dire need of playmakers. You know, if you, if you were, um, you know, in Alabama or something where you, you have guys sitting on the sideline waiting their turn all the time, it might be a different story, but you know, if you're South Carolina, this is the guy you need to use his playmaking ability. I I think at the very least, uh, you use him in in some wildcat roles and you take him out there and and let him try to spark the offense by running it. Um, you know, he sparked the offense, I thought against Clemson, even though he didn't start that game, he was sort of a spark. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I think uh, I think that's always going to be a possibility with Lorenzo Nunez, And um, I think we all just have to also remember that just because he's big and fast, most of the guys that South Carolina is going to recruit at wide receiver are also big and fast. So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that he would even be able to make a smooth transition from one position to the other, you know, basically on the fly. But, um Certainly, I think it's something for South Carolina you have to continue to keep in the back of your mind.
1: lot of options still on the table for the Gamecock coaching staff and health obviously the major concern for Lorenzo Nunez right now so we'll continue to monitor the situation for you and have information on Lorenzo Nunez as we continue to move through the spring and as more information becomes available. Gamecock Central Radio Emerson Phillips and Wes Mitchell talking Gamecock Spring football here. Wes speaking of the receiver position I noticed in your column this week that's available to our subscribers on GamecockCentral.com that uh, the top two Two wideouts, granted early in spring, have been the two that we thought would be, and that's been Brian Edwards, the freshman, early enrollee out of Conway, and Debo Samuel, who played sparingly last year, you know, banged up a little bit a year ago, Debo Samuel, but a kid that uh, had a good preseason camp last year, and there were high hopes for him going into last season, so it looks like, you know, right now the top two receivers will probably be Samuel and Edwards and the Gamecocks are looking for pass catchers. We've talked about this all offseason, Wes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said in the report, those two guys have, have gotten the, um, I guess, the, the most glowing uh, reviews so far, uh, four practices in. Um, that's obviously highly needed. Um, and I, I still think, you know, these other true freshmen that are going to come in and get here in the summer. I think they, you know, at least two of those guys have a chance to, to step in and play right away, maybe even three of them. And, Obviously, Brian Edwards, a true freshman as well, he's got the advantage of being here early and going through spring practice. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think overall, um, those are the two guys that have sort of stood out the most in the receiving
1: core so far. Wes, a couple of other players emerging and running back in the first week of spring practice here. You know, good reviews on some kids that we haven't talked a lot about, and I know you go into greater detail about this in your column this week. But talk about the running back position a little bit and what's been going on with the running backs here in the first week of spring ball. Yeah,
0: you know, it, it, it's a battle, um, as it's always going to be. I, I think, uh, you know, Jamari Smith, a guy who um, – Sort of has found a home at, at running back, and you know he, he's going to make things interesting there. I think you know David Williams has sort of been the uh, presumed starter, um, I think by a lot of people. But I think there's going to be a lot of competition there, and um, you know I, I don't even know if it's a foregone conclusion that he wins that job. I, I think it's going to be a battle to the end. I, I think that's the true freshman. Uh, you know even even C.J. Freeman, um, you know I think been a little bit overlooked by. Uh, Rico Dattle I I think that both the true freshmen actually have an opportunity I was watching CJ uh, one of the last open practices looks great physically he's a big kid uh, has a good attitude I really think that um, the running back position is going to have a uh, basically a lot of competition all the way into uh, the season
1: all right Williams the incumbent and the speculated number one running back going in. Everybody's got him, you know, pegged as the number one running back. But in the SEC and in all-major college football, West, you got to have a stable of running backs because one player is going to get a lot of workload. and uh, It's not often that you have one that can shoulder the load the entire season, so you like to have depth at that position, and that's something the Gamecocks are working on right now. Busy time West with spring football really just getting cranked up. Scrimmages coming up before the Garnet and Black spring game that will take place at Williams-Brice on Saturday, April the 9th, and I know you'll be busy covering the spring practice period and keeping our visitors updated on all the latest Gamecock football information. We appreciate your time today.
0: Absolutely, man. We'll talk to everybody soon.
1: Alright, he's Wes Mitchell. I'm Emerson Phillips. This is Gamecock Central Radio, and we will continue to keep you updated on Gamecock football as spring practice continues right here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Everybody from the Gamecock stand up, represent, put your hands up. Gamecock stand
0: up, represent, put your hands up. Gamecock stand up.